0: Hello, this is the People Impact Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, and we make this because your impact on people matters. We are two visionary coaches exploring ideas about improving the way people lead and work together, bringing you topics that truly have an impact on people in your organization today. This is for you if you're interested in expanding your perspective on people in your organization and on yourself as a human being. It's for all of you out there who are open to new views, visions and dreams featuring Lisa Dempsey. Hello. And me, my name is Mariela Fleur. Hi, Lisa. We just realized there's something we want to talk about today that is being talked about a lot. So this is not one of those where this should be talked about more. Actually, this is talked about a lot, but we're seeing something missing and we're seeing a perspective. that uh that's a fair part of the situation so the topic is quiet quitting um and let's talk about what that is but also about what are the pieces that people are missing from what's really going on uh in 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 this respect yeah um yeah so what is quiet quitting in your mind what's
1: what's your definition of it oh that's such a good question um before I dive into that though I'll just mention mm-hmm. my voice might sound a little bit different because I'm just coming out of surgery so apologies if, if I sound a little weird today or if I need to clear my throat a few times apologies listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just had some minor uh, throat surgery so recovering from that a little bit. Um, Unfortunately
0: yeah. well enough to record this episode. So- Indeed. <laughs>
1: Thank Indeed, you. A, a little gooey a little sticky but feeling well enough to be here <laughs> so yeah. not not stepping over any of my own uh, health boundaries <laughs> i've taken some good time and uh, marilyn has been very kind and patient as i i have gone through my recovery so thank you um yeah quite quitting gosh mm-hmm. um you know, it's this its this word that has kind of turned up in the last year or so. And suddenly it feels like it's everywhere, right? This, you know, quiet quitting, everybody's talking about it. Lots of people are blaming lots of stuff on it. It's mm-hmm. getting a really bad rap for a whole bunch of stuff. But I think essentially in my mind, you know, quiet quitting is that day. And I, I know I have had this in my working life, you know, sort of that moment where you're at work. You realize, you know, like going above and beyond just ain't worth it anymore. It's just not worth it in this space and time. I know that no matter how much I do, how much effort I put in, I know either A, the effort isn't going to matter, or I at least am not going to feel like I matter. My efforts are not going to be seen, heard, or valued. So you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to do what's required of me. I'm going to stop coming up with, you know, the funky ideas. I'm going to stop trying to ask the hard questions. I'm going to stop trying to challenge the status quo. I'm just going to turn up every day, do what I need to do, meet the minimum requirements. That's it. No. Thanks for approaching it
0: in that way, because I'm hearing so much of um, the other side of, of this situation, defining, defining quiet quitting and saying, well, people are just coming in at the start of their workday and leaving at the end of their workday uh, and meeting those minimum requirements. And I'm thinking, well you pay me for those hours. Why would I work overtime every day? And why is that suddenly called quiet quitting? Right? Yeah. Why is that
1: <laughs> quitting? I'm showing up and doing my job. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> why, why
0: is continuous overtime suddenly uh, a, a requirement? Or, or uh, yeah, that's weirded me out. Um, but what I'm hearing you say is, you know, never bringing up any new ideas, never bringing any any spark or, or energy into the day just being very humdrum uh about and 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 me- sort of mechanical almost about okay this needs to be done I've done it huh <laughs> yeah um and 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 looking at quiet in-
1: as that yeah yeah it's essentially disengagement right it's what we mm. what we've been calling you know, disengagement for a a really long time
0: yeah and what has been employee engagement as a key term in HR and and all kinds of uh, there have been all kinds of words and terms and trends around this that basically try to address the same thing seems like Um, and now suddenly there's
1: a new word yeah so what's new about the word I think finally there's a word that, you know, it, it it's, it's a, I don't know where the term was coined. I have no idea where it was coined, but it's, it's turned up somewhere, somewhere in the last year or so. Um,
0: if I find out, I'll put it in the
1: comments. I did that before with an earlier episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll research it and we'll, we'll yeah. let you know in the notes. <laughs> um, but I think it's less about, you know, who coined it or exactly where did it come from? I think, I think one of the reasons why it's being talked about is because it resonates with a lot of people. A lot of people recognize this space. You it know, resonates I, now in this period in history. Well, I think it, I think it's my personal feeling. My perspective on this is: this has been going on for a really long time. Mm-hmm. This has been happening for a, a very long time. I my so, sense is this
0: is been happening since the history of work but people have looked at it in different ways
1: and it's become increasingly more important right you know as as we Mm -hmm. have moved away from the first industrial revolution where yeah it was really important that workers just clocked in and clocked out on time right that was a part of mass production and productivity when when productivity was the measure of success you know how many pieces of whatever you were making could be made in the quickest amount of time with the lowest number of people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, that was all you needed. You needed, you just needed people to turn up and do their job, do do exactly what was asked of them, nothing more mm-hmm. and have them go. Um, but as we've moved into a knowledge economy that has, you know, that, that level of, of showing up has become increasingly um, problematic because in a knowledge economy, you need people to be showing up with their full self. And with their brain and not
0: just their hands and being able to stand up by by a conveyor belt, but bringing in their engaged brain, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, Mm -hmm. to be thinking creatively, to be participating, to be communicating, to be active, to be engaged, to bring... New and different perspectives right mm-hmm. all this stuff that that we talk about is being really important in the workplace mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I think you know this this space of um people just turning up you know becoming disengaged has has become increasingly more problematic I think it's also become increasingly more evident because of things like the pandemic mm-hmm. right. I think more and more people have become disengaged as, you know, over the last few years we were p- faced with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. There was suddenly this very large existential threat of, hey, surprise, we're now in circumstances where you could wake up one day, walk out of your house and pick up something invisible that could kill you and your entire family. Mm-hmm. So you need to reevaluate your priorities. Right? So the-
0: priorities is a is, uh- a key piece here, I believe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think the pandemic as well highlighted which kinds of companies were actually looking after their people versus not, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, toxic workplaces. Suddenly it became really evident, you know, which workplaces were really toxic versus Mm -hmm. which ones were willing to take a much more human approach to a very, human situation
0: that came into view more starkly so again people prioritizing and thinking well you know <laughs> surviving in this toxic environment is not uh, or thriving or, or going above and beyond in this toxic environment is not my priority something else is uh, yeah yeah. And that's think- your, yeah your own health or well-being or uh, you had other stuff going on there's there's family to look after yeah. or um you you were just, your own health was affected by everything that's happened um or anything else or you're you know you're you you can not turn on the heat because of the energy crisis there's there's other priorities going on um that 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 sort of compete with the priority of
1: Going above and beyond,
0: and bringing all your spark and energy into your work.
1: Exactly, and that yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is you know, I think people <laughs> have been overwhelmed, right? The yeah. the the physical and mental overwhelm of other things, other worries, and, mm-hmm. and we all have times as well where you know we just don't have the mental capacity. Yeah. You know, somebody in our family gets sick. Our time and energy needs to go to that. And so work gets put on the back burner, oh. um, you know. Or uh, a,
0: a lower rung of the priority ladder anyway. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And what is so this? Li- yeah, I was just thinking there's the toxic environments, there's there's the pandemic, there's just uh, other priorities in your life. Uh, can all be reasons to for an individual to, to quite quit. Yeah. Is sort of summarizing and bottom lining that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is <Anyway>. helpful. <laughs> and what are some other reasons? Do you do? You, are there other reasons that come to your mind? Uh, you know, for for quiet quitting, or what have been reasons you have maybe quiet quit in in your life?
0: Well, there's with that question, I'm
1: remembering that there is
0: sort of there is a scale. There's gradations of. What we could call quiet quitting. Um, it's not like okay, I'm either on or I'm off at work. I'm either putting in all my extra energy, putting in all my ideas, or spending a few extra hours, or not. Uh, there's levels of, of 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 engagement. There's there's gradations to to how engaged I felt in jobs, uh, and also you know in different periods of being in that job. Um, when I was pregnant, there was less of my energy going into work because mm. there was so much energy that needed to go into that, um, into my health and into, into that pregnancy. Um, uh, but I wasn't completely disengaged. I have been at other times been much more disengaged, um, in, in toxic work environments as well. That was an influence, um. And what I'm also seeing around me is I was just talking to a friend who is navigating um, that and and trying to intentionally choose the level of engagement and disengagement and sort of where she sits on that dial, on that that scale, Mm -hmm. where she wants to sit. um, Because she's not a great fit for the role she can do a lot more than is required and is then she's getting space for in the role. Yeah. Uh, and that's really hard. How do you pace yourself? And I've had a situation where I've described myself as, as like a puppy that's running ahead and coming back again and saying, Hey team, come on, let's go and running ahead and coming back again, because I was just going so much faster in certain developments. Um, than then was available to do in that environment and with that team mm-hmm. um, and then either i can stay engaged and go yay puppy new ideas energy moving fast um, but it's just not sticking anywhere and it's not in the end it's just draining me and not doing you know nothing happens with the energy doesn't go anywhere um other than you know out of me <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, you're spending um, a lot of energy, but you're getting very little in return. Yeah, and then yeah. there's an intentional decision to make,
0: to and and to keep on making. Like, how much am I going to put into it? Mm, there's um when I coach people around career questions, there's even a thing called the good enough job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is good enough to give yourself time and space and brain space to develop something else alongside it that has a priority for you or that has your purpose and your passion the prime example of this in uh uh in 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 a book that that really describes it called how to be everything i'll put it in the notes. um is einstein Mm. had a quite a non-eventful uh sort of admin type job and alongside that he developed his his theories and his brain and his you know his genius yeah so you know that kind of I don't know if he was quite quitting but he was not putting all that genius into that job because (laughs) it was not the job for it yeah so sometimes that is not even a bad thing no Uh, but
1: I think that's a really really important distinction because I think for me, there, there is, and you said it so well, you know, there's that gradation of disengagement, Mm -hmm. right? And I think, you know, quiet quitting is that space where you've, you've reached the level of disengagement of, it is not that good enough job, right? Mm -hmm. It's no longer that, it's that. It's not even good enough anymore. (laughs) I would rather not be here.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. I would, I would rather be doing actively be doing something else not passively on the side not mm-hmm. I would rather not be here but you know what I'm I'm going to stay yeah for some reason and I'm going to actively make a choice to not go above and beyond and not because I have because I'm pregnant and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, getting ready to have a baby, and my energy needs to go someplace else, mm-hmm. not because, you know, but I, I think quiet quitting is that that it, on that very far end of that spectrum, right? Yeah. Where and,
0: and you've seen examples where uh, that's a problem both for the organization and for the individual human being doing the quiet quitting, right?
1: Oh, it's hugely detrimental to both. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredibly detrimental to both. Um, and it's the 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 challenge is is multiple-fold, but I think the interesting thing that that I have observed as well is you know again, I don't think this is something new. I think this has been something that's been going on in our work environments for a really, really long time.. Mm-hmm. I think it's existed in a lot of different forms. And I and I think it does show up for a lot of different reasons. I don't think there's a, a singular cause or a, a a you know nice and tidy cluster of causes. Mm-hmm. But something interesting that I've also observed is I think some organizations have designed themselves into quiet quitting. Mm-hmm. I've I've noticed a number of organizations of all well different you know, types and shapes and sizes. But um, what's really interesting is most of it is when you bring in job grading. Uh (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, job grading. How does job grading? uh, Where where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. You know, I've been a part of job grading projects, you know, introducing job grading, making sense of job grading, cleaning up job grading, doing away with job grading, like the the whole like the whole life cycle of job grading. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been involved in in some way, shape or form during my career. Usually job grading is brought in for a lot of good reasons because an organization has gotten a little bit messy pay has become completely arbitrary. You have, you know, all sorts of different people earning all sorts of different sorts of money. And it, you know, it sits out of the scale of, you know, what is actually equitable. Mm -hmm. Um, know, so it it can serve a lot of really good purposes in terms of, you know, sense-making, especially as an organization has maybe gone from scale up and, and grown larger and larger and, yeah, you know, things get a little wild and crazy at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes too much creativity in <laughs> and things. You know, do you, you need to go back and bring in some structure. Mm-hmm. But a number of the ways that job grades work, and especially <clears throat> long term. I believe have designed, have painted a number of organizations into the corner of quiet quitting, Uh where there will be a certain kind, a certain group, a certain classification. You know, there's some, there are lots of different grading methodologies, you know, um, but most typically you have sort of P levels, which will be kind of a professional level. Um, and then m levels which are kind of managerial levels mm-hmm. there's and, and they'll they'll have all sorts of different names or numbers or you know anything mm-hmm. so you put whatever label you want on it but there's usually a, a segregation between, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, these are like the masses of people, you know, this is the group of accountants that we need for our financial analysis, or these are the people that we need. You know, this is a large team of people that we need an accounts payable to. And those will typically be the professional level. And Mm -hmm. then the the managerial level or the M level will be those who um, are either making larger individual contributions or um, taking on Responsibility for humans and and teams of people and groups mm-hmm. of responsibilities. Now, while it makes sense to kind of group these things in different ways, because it, it helps bring in some structure and helps bring in some clarity and helps you know helps make sure that you know somebody in the team isn't earning more money than the person responsible for the team just because of some legacy something or whatever. Mm-hmm much of this has created pockets of where organizations are designed for quiet quitting where people who are sitting in those, in those lower level positions, they eventually see the writing on the wall where, so what do they see?
0: Yeah. What, what is the perspective of that person in a professional level role, you know, ending up quiet quitting?
1: Well, frequently the 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 people in the lower level roles, there are larger numbers of them, mm-hmm. much larger numbers. Mm-hmm. Um and you know that, you know, there's only a certain number of people who will get promoted out of those positions into the How higher level. That?
0: Yeah, managerial level.
1: Yeah, to the managerial level, to the higher levels where, you know, there's higher level of responsibility. Oftentimes there are even different Benefits that are provided, you know, it's Mm. a whole different échelon. You know, it's that it's that different place in the in the career ladder.
0: Yeah, and big differences in in compensation benefits.
1: Yeah, yeah, huge differences in compensation and benefits, bonus structures. You know, oftentimes, you know, like here in the Netherlands, a big differentiator is you know whether you get a car or not. Um, you know, whether you get equity or not. Mm. There are all sorts of different things. You know, there are all sorts of compensation and benefits that are hung on these job grades and yeah. and that's a part of the sense making of it true yeah and it, it
0: but it impacts uh an individual's life to yes. have a different salary to have that equity that you know it impacts their life
1: directly yeah bonus car all of it it, mm-hmm. it impacts a whole bunch of things mm-hmm. and typically while these structures do a really good job of cleaning up some legacy problems and making sense of a few things, Mm -hmm. it creates a massive problem because then it's really easy to see the writing on the wall of, you know, I can work as hard as I want in this job. I can work as hard as I want in this, you know, P-level position. And I'm, I'm not going to make it further. I'm not going to get out of this. I'm going to, and, and organizations frequently. I mean, I, I know I've been in the position of having to have this conversation with people of, of telling them, you know, look, I, 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 I hear your frustration. You want promotion. I don't know if it's going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know that, that being promoted into that that other job grade mm-hmm. I don't know that that's going to be happening for you and
0: getting that recognition and also that impact on you know on your life that a completely different comfort package has yeah uh, yeah well if, if that's never going to happen anyway then why then why bother more than the bare bones minimum yeah if it's not going to matter if it's not going to make any difference then why would they? Well, then yeah. Would
1: they? Yeah. Exactly. Why? Why would that person then continue to try to go above and beyond, especially when, again, an organization has been designed. That's how the structure has been set up. This quiet quitting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The structure. And then, because then, why is that a problem for the organization? Why does that become? Because I can see how ugh, draining that is for an individual. Why is that a problem for the organization?
1: Well, and organizations even encourage it. You know, even mm-hmm. encourage. You know, like, well, you know, why don't you just accept the fate that you're going to be in this job, mm-hmm. and there, there is no further upward mobility, and just, you know, just accept that and and yeah. be be happy with what you have. Yeah. Right. Then, then what's the downside? What's the cost? <laughs> well, the cost is massive because then these people end up quiet quitting. They end up you know, in, in a position whereby they're like, well, yeah, okay. So I'm being told this is my station in life. And so why in the world would I want to continue trying to go above and beyond? Why would I want to be a part of a creative problem solving process when I know my compensation and benefits are tied to metrics that have nothing to do with my actual contribution? Mm -hmm. My compensation and benefits are not going to change over the next 15 years (laughs) if I stay. No, this company is, this organization is married to its job grading structure. It's married to its compensation and benefits structure. And Mm -hmm. I now no longer have any incentive other than just out of the goodwill of my own heart Mm -hmm. to to more than the bare basics you know they're not bringing any new
0: ideas any new sparks any adjustments to you know adjust to changing world around us yeah, yeah. and then in comes a new manager guess, yeah well says, hey i you know I, let's let's make some changes to make this work better in the new environment that we're in and
1: yeah. Why? Why, 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 why would I want to invest in that? Like my job, my job has been the same for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. It's going to stay the same. Why, why would I want to support change? That's just going to make my life harder.
0: Yeah.
1: Why would, why would I want to do that? Mm-hmm. And so you end up then with people who are, who get really married to the status quo because mm-hmm. The organization has done something that was meant to, you know, bring some order to the chaos, but in fact has created rigidity, has created these, you know, very rigid little cells where people, their their spirit dies.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. You know, there there is no space for them to go. And then companies are left scratching their heads going, well, but why?
0: Yeah. Why, why, And then change why? management becomes a huge challenge and a new, you know, <laughs> need to bring in people to... Because, <gasps> you know, yeah. And I think that's that's the eye-opener for me or the the, the the new awareness around bringing the word quiet quitting is, you know, quiet people that, that quiet quit um, can become a huge huge um uh preventer of change can be a huge slower down of of change that you need in 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 the current environment
1: yeah it it creates not only hurdles but roadblocks no right when you're when your organization becomes overly rigid Mm -hmm. in Job grades, compensation, and benefits—you know—and and this is the message that is actively sent to people, right? This yeah. is the this is the message that is actively, um, put out there. Oh, you know, be happy with what you have. Yeah. Well, okay, then you know, fair play—you be happy with what you have. Yeah. I was hired to do this job. I was hired to do this job in this way, and that's what that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, and that's what I'm
0: what I'm recognizing in what I just told you about, you know, the puppy story and that other person who is is in a in a role, trying to navigate how how active they're going to be, uh, me trying to navigate how active I'm going to be because that team is just not moving and they've yeah. been so conditioned and been so so much get, gotten used to, let's just do it the way it's done. Um, and then all the improvements that you need that can really make a difference are not going to happen. Yeah. And the people who do have that initiative, they either are going to adapt and, and quit in the same way or they're going to leave.
1: Or, can't stay. well, I think a lot of people do. And I think that it, it, from my perspective, my experience, both inside and outside of companies, Like that is the worst case scenario where, where somebody has, has reached that point of they really don't want to be there any longer, but you know, the paycheck is just enough. It's just enough. And they stay and they, they stay and they not only stay, but they remain a roadblock. Yeah. They remain a roadblock to collaboration, to creativity, to innovation, to any kind of forward momentum. Yeah, and, and I think not that's not
0: fun to either side. That's not fun yeah. for either side, for the individuals and for the organizations. It's, that's uh,
1: yeah. yeah. So we've talked a lot about what this is and and like where where it comes from and some of these some of these like secret ways that I think organizations have in fact painted themselves into this corner. Yeah, right. I yeah. think it's a, it's one of those unintended impacts, right? It's that it's mm-hmm. that thing that like, oh, this seems like a good idea This to is Xena. going well. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, now that we've had job grades in place for, you know, 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. crap. We have people who've been stuck in a job grade for 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do we do about this? Yeah. So in our in our last remaining minutes, I'm I'm curious to hear from you mariline like what what would you wish for what would you wish for those those people and those organizations that had find themselves in this very unintended place but very real and very mm. painful corner that they've painted themselves into.
0: Yeah yeah um well one of the things I wish for is why we made this episode is is um making you listener and making people more aware of why are people quiet quitting and why does that make sense in a way from their angle from their side yeah to get that information objectively or without judgment yeah, yeah. Understanding no, it's not just, just a, a, yeah. a pointy observing... blamey finger. <laughs> exactly. This is not about why are you wrong. This is about why why is this happening? Why are you making these choices? And why where does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that information is essential to then see what is actually going on because it's just a signal to something that is actually going on. Quiet quitting is not the problem. Quiet quitting points to something else that is the problem yeah so then use that information to actually find out what what the what the actual problem is yeah ask those important questions those hard questions like hey yeah and remove that judgment because i think that cloud that judgment clouds your vision to flip around that phrase
1: (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely absolutely well i think it's also it was kind of quietly implied in something that you said earlier. So I I, I just want to state it blatantly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, as well, not only letting go of the judgment, but also how about we start letting go of this expectation that everybody needs to be going above and beyond all of the time. And if you're not going above and beyond 110% of the time, you're not actually doing your job. How about we take a breath? <laughs> what? That's
0: there's that's just, Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's seems so weird. And there's
0: cultural differences in there as well, international differences. But, uh, yeah, let's reevaluate that one too. <laughs> yeah. How about
1: we just take a breath and then how about we start asking questions like, hey.
0: Yeah. And that's about this? that gradations as well. Like what level of when does quiet quitting turn into quiet quitting for you? When is it actually just doing what you agreed on doing in your job (laughs) rather than all the overtime
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah what about you what do you wish for what do you want to send out there as an invitation
1: well i i love that you know first and foremost that this is the invitation to have conversations with the people that you're working with when you notice this when you notice this Disengagement, you notice this like, oh, you know, they're rolling their eyes at everything. They're becoming blockers to change. Mm-hmm. You feel the, the engagement has not only evaporated, but you actively feel like somebody would rather be someplace else, like actively be someplace else. This job mm-hmm. is no longer good enough. Have those conversations. Explore what is that about to really find out, you know, find out what what is the underlying cause because it could be multiple. Yeah and then the other thing that i would wish for for listeners who you know when and where you do come across these these things whether it be about job grading or it be about compensation and benefits but these structural things that are getting in the way talk about it raise it don't just don't just accept that as status quo especially if you're that new manager who's come into a team full of ideas and wanting to make change. And then suddenly you're finding, but wait a minute, nobody here wants to support change because they're all stuck. Their feet are in concrete. Mm. Well, why? Well, you know, when it's about structural (laughs) things, when it's about spaces where organizations have designed themselves into this, start having conversations about it. Start raising the red flag and saying, Look, this thing that made a lot of sense at one time, I think we need to start asking, is it still serving us? Is it still serving the purpose for which it was designed? That's a nice
0: non-judgmental way of saying it made made a lot of sense back then and does it now? It's not like, this is totally wrong and it's always been wrong. (laughs)
1: Yeah, this is wrong and I hate it. I like the nuance in that
0: too. So thanks for phrasing it that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, because you know, again, a lot of times these things they were brought in for really good reasons. You know, the decisions were taken at a time because it was needed; it made sense. There was all this possibility, but now there might be some fallout. So, how is this no longer serving us, and what can we do? Because a lot of times there there is a lot that can be done. Like there is a tremendous amount. You know, I'm 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 working with an organization now that, okay, they're not giving up their job grading, but they are actively actively introducing new kinds of incentives so that you know there is something for for people who can't change from one track to another um they're actively offering you know uh, additional training and development not because of you know like oh you're not good enough but because It's interesting, it provides motivation, it provides Mm. people new perspective. Mm. Um, There are oftentimes things when organizations become aware, oh, wait, our structure has become too rigid and we're now paying a really high price for it.
0: Mm. What can we do about
1: it? It's good to hear that that's happening. Yeah, so raise those, that's my wish.
0: Yeah. Thanks for the conversation and thanks for shining a new light on, on that thing now called quiet quitting. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks everyone out there for listening. Uh, perhaps you've been listening to our podcast directly online. Um, perhaps you've found us on your favorite podcast app because uh, it's really easy type in people impact podcast and, uh, and follow us there and subscribe to make sure you're the first to learn about our newest episodes If you've appreciated this episode, please share it with other people. Send it to someone who might be happy hearing this. We would love to hear your feedback, your topic requests, or maybe guest suggestions. Um, And we'd love to hear what's on your mind in the workplace. Let us know. And until next time, bye. Bye Bye-bye.